What is today is former Governor David Patterson, and he's always been a spokesman for common sense in our city, our state, our country, and there's so many things going on that don't have common sense. We're going to David Patterson this morning, Sunday morning. Well, Governor Patterson, what the heck is going on? Well, we had an interesting situation this week where a court order compelled the state, meaning Governor Hochul, to write a letter to the city, meaning Mayor Eric Adams, about compliance with uh, some of the shelter laws. And I won't go into the specifics, it's too boring. But the point is that the letter was publicized, and the media made a little bit about that. You know, the mayor and the governor, you know, uh, you know, like the, uh, the honeymoon is over and, and that kind of thing. And that's not really the case. <clears throat> so I thought I would kind of just try to explain it. Uh, New York, obviously, New York City and New York State have always had this little tension between the mayors and the governors. This goes back to Mayor Wagner, the Democrat, and Governor Rockefeller, the Republican, uh, Mayor Lindsay, the Republican, and Governor Rockefeller, the Republican and Governor Carey, the Democrat, and Mayor Koch, the Democrat. So it didn't really, it wasn't a party issue. It was more of a territorial issue. When I was in office, I never really had any problems with Mayor Bloomberg. As a matter of fact, an hour and a half before I was sworn in, in 2008, Mayor Bloomberg came to my office, and he asked me how I was feeling. I said I had a splitting headache. So he said, well, why don't you go there and take a nap on the couch? I'll work on my cell phone. I've got to return a lot of messages. Everybody else will think we're meeting, and then you can get some rest. And I was able to get up from there and give my inauguration speech. But more than that, it created a little bond between the two of us. So we never really had any big problems. But in this particular situation, I don't think this is a problem that's being caused by the city or the state. I think it's being caused by the federal government that has shipped 160,000 migrants when they get done, at least in their current uh, venture, and there is no municipality uh, on this planet that could handle that number of people coming in at the same time. Even if Mayor Adams said that he welcomed immigrants, immigrants were always welcomed in New York City, that's getting thrown back in his face now. But how could he have envisioned at that time that we'd have so many people coming from New York City uh, that were migrants that if there are too many more, they'll have their own congressional district? No, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, it's not really a law, and the, 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 the migrant thing was supposed to be, you know, for maybe 1,000, maybe 500, maybe a few thousand, but not for 150,000 people. It's out of control. And, you know, right. it, 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 I spoke to Congressman King before, and it's... Uh, we're worried about the diseases they're coming in because they're coming in unchecked. That we're worried about the kids going into the schools with the d- diseases unchecked, and we're worried about terrorists and and uh, and uh, dope dealers coming across the borders unchecked. I mean, it's just it, it, it doesn't make any sense at all, Governor. Another unchecked problem, John, is that in upstate New York. There is a terrible teacher shortage, but there may be a greater number of young students, and they just don't have the number of teachers to keep up with the students. This is the kind of plan that should never have been enacted within a year. In other words, I think it would have taken a year to try to adjust the facilities and the capacity of a city or a town or wherever you're sending migrants 
uh, to uh, adjust to it. And the federal government has decided they're sending the people in. And, uh, you know, we should just be, you know, happy that uh, I don't know what it is that they expect. And they and um, they sent really no money. Governor Hochul, to her credit, uh, at the end of session, explained to the legislative leaders how serious this was. And without any a long debate or discussion, they sent a billion dollars. Now, uh, the, the, um, uh, the, the issue is going to come up again. Because when they sent that money, there were about 80,000 people uh, who are migrants in, uh, that have just been moved to the city. That number is going to double by the time they can get back into session next year. Well, we're, we're, you know, this money, uh, what was Governor Hochul? She was very upset that there were no checks and balances on this money? Or what was she upset about? Uh, what, what it is is that there were some actions that the city had to take to be in compliance with the shelter law. The state didn't think that the city did that. The state has to answer in court itself, and that's why they were compelled to write the letter. I see situations like this, it's often better to call someone because once you put something in writing, you never know who's going to read it. And it really isn't that bad, but it just looked bad because of the nature of uh, the fact that a letter was actually written. But I think both the governor and the mayor uh, Wednesday afternoon spoke. And it's clear they've done very well together. And after what went on over the last 10 years between the mayor and governor at that, that time, it's welcome that the two of them have an ability to work together. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Understood. Uh, what else are you worried about on our city? I mean, uh, it's, it's out of control now. Uh, uh, when we talk to Congressman King, besides, uh, he's worried about the Creedmoor situation on the same on the border of Nassau County that they're going to start going into Nassau County. Well, Congressman King is uh, always has something important to say, and he's a member of the AB, a, ABC family, and another member of the ABC family was so. Um, uh, taken aback that they were going to put, put these uh, migrants on Rikers Island, that he decided to chain himself to the fence. And that would be uh, my former broadcasting partner from years ago, Curtis Lee. So he, uh, you know, <laughs> he, uh, as he always is able to do, uh, capitalized well, yesterday, on the situation. We, when he was in the studio yesterday, we played his new theme song, they're coming to take me away, away. They're coming to take me away. 
from 1965, John. Now, his ex-wife is the DA of Queens County. (laughs) Yes. I hope uh, it's not coming to a point where she has to prosecute him. (laughs) But, you know, it, it really, in the middle of the summer with really these really difficult situations going on, usually when the summer is a lot more peaceful and um, the city being overwhelmed with new uh, migrants into the place. Uh, I think it was great to have a a lighter note and um, uh, a little demonstration of uh, civil disobedience. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, he wanted to prove a point, and I think he did prove a point. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? Well, um, I think as we get into September, October, November, the same discussion that we've had is just going to intensify. And there does not seem to be any willingness or ability on the part of the federal government who stuck this problem on us. And I really uh, uh, think it, it was out of line and uh, it is, could it in some ways backfire when other cities have the same problem as New York City, that there might be a kind of city versus country revolt, which we probably need at this point, because uh, I think most people are very sympathetic to the plight of the migrants and would like to help. But as in any situation, you know, even when you're giving to charities, you give as much as you can, not as much as they think you should. And, and, and we've hit that tipping point. Mayor Adams said that about a week ago, and we're getting even farther into it. Well, thank you, uh, Governor David Patterson, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, John.